U.X. Jobs Podcast. Let's go. You had a great phone screen. The in-person interview went great. You met with the team multiple times, let's say. You've had an, a design exercise which you delivered, which they liked. Uh, they put you in front of the whiteboard and you were able to deliver and come up with clever ideas. The follow-up was great. At this point, they're like, all right, you're down to maybe two or three candidates. And then they ultimately decide that we want you and it turns to salary negotiation. Do you have any tips or how do you negotiate salary? I think uh, knowing what the fair rate is for your level is is good. Go- going in with a ballpark is, is important. Yeah. You know, if you're just starting out, uh, I wouldn't expect to be be paid what a, what a senior person might expect to be paid. But I also think that setting some terms for your growth and advancement are good. So understanding, well, listen, if I've been there for, you know, when do I get my review, for example, or do I get a review and who does that review? And then um, what is, you know, what does that mean as my reviews go good? Because, you know, somebody said like the best, the best senior designers are junior designers, right? Because you, you grow into it. So are you able to have that ability to, you know, do you have that opportunity for advancement? And that should be part of the, I think that should be part of the conversation at that point. One of the questions that I get uh, a lot from new designers is, is related to salary negotiation. They say, you know, what should, what should my salary be? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And I say, what was your salary previously? Well, it was, it wasn't even in UX and, and it was much, much less than what sort of a starting UX designer salary is. One of the things I always say is, that what is the minimum yeah. you would take to work at this job? What is the absolute minimum? And that's, do you have to commute? And so we start, the minimum is 65. So you're telling me you wouldn't work for 64? Right. I, well, I just couldn't afford it. So, okay, 65. So, so you, know your, you know your limit, your bottom limit is 65. You know, what is your maximum? Right. And that's where people are like, oh, I don't know, 300,000. <laughs> what do you think is fair? What would you feel comfortable with? And and I say, well, is this your experience level match 80 for your demographic? I'm like, well, where do I find that out? On Indeed and Glassdoor and a couple other sites, they have sort of what junior UX designers like the average salary is. If I see like a pack of, of 10 black T-shirts for 10 bucks, I'm going to anchor to that. Oh, what a great deal. And then right. I go into Macy's and find out, oh, no, it's 50. Wait, what? Right. Because I've anchored on the lower price. You don't want them to anchor on a lower price. So you never say your lowest is 65. And then when they ask you what's your salary and you say 65, I say go in with 80. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's more uh, being a, a, a junior designer. It's just more nerve wracking because everything's new. You know, It's like, okay there's self doubt. Do I, do I feel like I'm even valued at the minimum? Do I, do I even feel like I'm good enough? Mm. The way, the way I like to think to answer that is, you know, if you're, if you're qualified and you have the skills and you've demonstrated it, then you are to get that rate. So get that out of the way. Then it becomes how flexible you are you with, with negotiation and, and terms and, I think that's an ongoing challenge for for everybody in in every profession. But I think the more confident and direct you are with this is what I want to be paid or this is how much this project costs, you're basically scoping your employment in a sense. 
So you you give an an answer and and then they they counter. How do you respond? If you want it, if you if you believe in it, then you take it and you you move on. I think hair splitting is uh, is not the right approach. However, you know I think we've all been there. Like you say, okay, well, let's say your minimum is sixty and they want to pay you like fifty nine. Like, do you really want to have that conversation? Right. But but why did they bring that up in the first place? If if you said sixty and they say fifty nine, it's like I think knowing what your value is and knowing what your what you're worth is the first step of this, and then you just have to be ready to negotiate. I've taken pay cuts where I've been very excited about uh, a project or a company, just to be a part of that, knowing that well in the future, yes, I'm taking a pay cut now, but if these things happen, then I'll 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 be able to to get closer to what I was getting. And I think those are just healthy ways to look at things, but it's not, you know, it's not always the case. Sometimes that opportunity doesn't exist. What if the company says, well, we'll offer you, we weren't, we're not going to pay you what you want. Well, we're going to pay you less, but we're going to offer you a really nice equity package. Now, again, think in terms of new designer who's maybe not ever experienced the equity counter offer. How do you manage that? I think for a new designer, unless they are skilled and qualified to understand the potential or the lack of potential in a product or a company, that equity is meaningless. I think, you know, you're just starting out, you know, getting your cash compensation, building your life, paying your bills, things like that are are important. Um, I've certainly made equity mistakes in the past uh, that just never worked out, right? If, if the stat is 90% of startups fail, then equity maybe isn't the right angle. So it's just about pay me for my time. Uh, and as you're starting out, I think the other thing to keep in mind for a junior designer is that don't expect to stay there for five years, you know? Right. It's, right. Like, it's like you're, gonna, you're probably going to be there for a year, if that. And it's just the days of working at places for a very, very long time, I think, are over. There, you know, people are working more remote these days. People are working more when they're needed on project-based types of initiatives. Yeah. So you know, it's not about sitting in front of my monitor when I have downtime and pretending I'm working. Am, am I needed? Great. Here I am. I'm ready to do it. Pay me. I'm done. I get to go home. And you have that kind of back and forth. So I would expect that just because you're starting out at a new job as a junior, you know, you're not thinking like you're going to stay there forever unless it's this amazing opportunity, you know, to work at Apple or something. You know, equity is a gamble. Equity is, um, you know, there's there's not a guarantee, but it's it's a carrot that gets dangled. I'd much rather have an extra week of vacation or be able to leave at a reasonable time. You right. know what I mean? Um, you get to the point where you've been in the field for a long time and you're like, do I really want to burn out as don't want to work like this anymore? I want to work all of these hours. Where do they, where do they actually get, what do they actually get me? And, um, you know, that's something that just comes with time. Like for me, I know I work better in the morning. Like I'm not very good at night at the end of the day anymore, you know, but I can get up at four or five, start cranking, put a dent into something if I need to and feel good about it and then get a good sleep, you know? And then spend the rest of the day surfing. Yeah, and then exactly. Like, I think, you know, as much as we talk about jobs, uh, it, you know, and this is the UX Jobs podcast, it's it's about finding what works for you, but making sure that you're uh, getting compensated. Now, 
I had a former student or I heard about a former student that um, just took just took a little bit of equity in a, in a company um, to continue working on a project that they started in class without getting paid. And to me, I'm like, you know, that's that's not cool from the company's angle to just sure. do that, you yeah. know, because that, that's free work. Right. That's not there's no tangibility in there. You know, it's like I, I need to take the subway. I need to eat lunch. I need to keep the lights on. Like, don't do that. Don't fall into the trap as a junior. You know, oh, well, someone's just offering me equity. You know, it's not it's not going to be a get rich quick thing. It never is. In fact, if you're getting into UX for that, that's the wrong way to get into it. I got into it because it's one thing I felt I was good at. I felt I was good at design. It came naturally in some sense. So I wanted to like nurture that call it whatever you want call it talent call it process I, I wanted to just practice it i wanted to get better at it but i never got into it thinking oh i think i'll make a living at it. <laughs> i'll make a living out of it 